This podcast is brought to you by Barrier Break Solutions Private Limited and Score Foundation. Hi, my name is George Abraham and welcome to Iway Conversations. My guest today is David Absalom, who is the Honorary General Secretary of the Indian Blind Sports Association and the Asia Continental Chairperson of IBSA, which is International Blind Sports Federation. So David, uh, you know, you've been connected with blind sports for a long time. So can you kind of begin by giving a brief uh, uh, bird's eye view into what is the blind sports scenario in our country? It, it starts from 1982 when India hosted uh, Asian Games and uh, the Delhi with a lot of uh, you know teams coming from abroad and participating, a lot of buzz happened. So the founders of Blind Relief Association thought, why not sports for visually impaired? So they started uh, the IPSA, Indian Blind Sports Association, in 1986 because there was a lot of the things thereafter that a lot of discussion happened, a lot of people came in. And we are the oldest uh, sports body in India working for disabled sports at that time. We were specifically for visually impaired. We work for specifically visually impaired. Uh, thereafter, we were uh, we we were uh, part of a uh, international blind uh, sports uh, federation, and we become member for uh, country member for uh, international blind uh, sports federation. And then uh, gradually, lot of uh, things came in, lot of professionalism came in, lot of uh, you know we started going abroad, participating in the events, understood the international you know rules and regulation, which we IPSA started, you know. Uh, reaching out to the grassroots level and uh, training people for the uh, sports. You know, I first uh, got to know and encountered IPSA in 1989 when there was an athletics uh, meet which happened in Delhi. Yes. Sir. Uh, so I just want to know what have been the activities of uh, IPSA in terms of engaging blind people in sport and in promoting sports, what are the specific activities that you have done over the years? Yes. Uh, so, if so, every second year we conduct um, national sports meet, and yeah. uh, we have today we have two forty-seven members, twenty-seven states we have presence. Uh, we don't have a state bodies, but we have a members. Uh, we are getting into the state level bodies, creating part of it. We are working on it, but uh, uh, the national sports meet is primarily for athletics. That yeah. just means the field event and the track event. Yeah. Okay. When I say track event, it's 100 meter, uh, 200, 200, 400, 800, 1500, 5000, and the relays 4 into yeah. 100, 4 into 400. Yeah. Those are the and uh, those are the track events. And yeah. when you when you talk about the field events, then we have a long jump, short putt, jab, javelin, discus. These are the events on the field events which we do it and which is also standard in the international level also. Right. So we are doing it. Apart from that, we have a team events like five-a-side football, goalball. We also do a tennis, long tennis, and uh, kabaddi. Kabaddi, which is an Indian sport, it's very popular in North India, in mm-hmm. Southern India. So we have, uh, you know, set uh, rules for uh, IPSA uh, rules for kabaddi, and I'm trying to take uh, take this forward in an Asia level because if I really want to bring it to the international level, it has to be 
28 countries playing the sports asia it's very popular individually in pakistan they are playing iran they are playing uh, nepal they are playing you know myanmar they are playing sri lanka they are playing thailand not much but very less sports so i am trying to reach out asian countries to, to you know bring uh, take kabaddi in the international level so i am working on it uh this is the basic uh, form of uh, games which are working and we try to keep bring in new games uh, uh, which is played in popular and internationally bring it to india and try to reach out that in a uh, in a bring the games in india if you know of anyone with vision impairment who needs guidance on living life with blindness please share the iwe national toll free helpline number 18005320469 the number is 18005320469 so so you you talked about events that ipsa organizes you said every two years you have events track and field uh now um, obviously there are 27 uh, there are 27 states that participate and you have members uh, which are i guess organizations in all these states who send their teams uh but how do you actually uh, ensure that the quality of uh, athletes uh, keeps rising uh, do you have a kind of organized coaching facility or coaching program uh do you have uh, and now that you also participate in international events do you have a talent scouting kind of program how how do you go about all that okay very good question thank you for that you know i said every alternative the year in between we organize coaching camp yeah. and the team events so it's yeah. one year team events and the next year the national sports meet yeah. so the team events the coaching camp what i do is very specifically i call for coaches yeah. and trainers you know yeah. coaches very you know in india if you say that metro cities as a coaches who are working for a normal sports try to help visually impaired sports yeah. there are very few qualified coaches for that matter otherwise they they qualify when i say qualify means they need to understand the blind sports rules and regulations yeah it, it differs from a normal uh, sports and uh, blind sports okay yeah. so so the coaches we try to we bring them in uh, to the uh, delhi we coach them for 7 days that is a very intensive coaching where we teach them with the new rules and the coaching methodology uh, you know you will be very surprised to know that uh, many people don't even understand the cool down the importance of cool down yeah. when, you, when you do the sports you have to give your body the cool down method so though if you don't do follow the rules for that it will harm yourself your body yeah yeah they don't do it so i uh, we we uh, you know teach all this importance and when i was in calcutta for last few days of the coaching camp happened there the girls i find the talent of the girls which is very good some one girl you know throw the shot put i think 7 8 meters which is a very good uh, distance so this is how i try to reach out the level now i am saying i am not still happy with the kind of an regional sports regional coaching camp i really now i want to go to the macro level the micro level that uh, reach out to the cities you know there are cities like mangalore there are cities like uh, because the, the mangalore and all there are lot of activities sports activity they are very active in sports or in that case you know you go to jharkhand there are girls who are from the rural uh, uh, tribal girls who are very good in sports they not get uh, opportunity to reach to even jharkhand headquarters in ranchi also 
Yeah, so I find that it's it's now important for me to go to the state capital capitals and trying to reach out as many as girls coming in, training them and coaching them. Now we will be also be going for a boys uh, coaching camp together. Parallelly, we'll do it. So that's how I I plan to reach out the sports in rural area and bring new talent, scout the talents. You know, there are a lot of talents. I find very good two talents in um, uh, Calcutta, which were wrong. They they never participate in a sports event. But when they learn the sports, when they learn the rules, they promise me they they will uh, practice and they'll come for the national. I will be very happy to see that. To support our work with the blind and visually impaired, you can visit the donate page on our website www. dot score foundation dot o r g dot in. Please note www dot score foundation dot o r g dot i n. Yeah. So you know when you talk about uh, blindness, you know you have people who are. Um, totally blind there are people who just have light perception you have people who have vision which is uh, partial they can see a little bit there are also people who uh, you know who are categorized as low vision so uh, i'm sure when you organize events all these people don't take part in the same event there must be some kind of sight classification and categories in which these athletes participate so can you tell us a little bit about what is the sight cat- uh, classification and uh, what are the categories under uh, which these players play because in cricket i note that uh, there are b1 b2 and b3 categories and there are quotas uh, in the, in a playing 11 for uh, these b1 b2 b3 so in athletics and uh, track events track and field events uh, what is the uh, uh, site classification oblique uh, categorization Uh, yes, uh, broadly, sight classification is your vision level of vision which you can see yeah. and uh, play the games. Uh, if I go into the detail about it now, internationally, it has been defined in a different way. The track events it becomes T eleven, twelve, and thirteen. If it is a field event, if it is uh, field eleven, F eleven, F twelve, and F thirteen. If it is a judo, it is J eleven, uh, J one, and J two. You know that way. It is clearly defined. So what is uh, uh, what is T eleven twelve thirteen? That means T means track event eleven. Eleven yeah. is the your class that is B one in your raw uh, lay layman language. B eleven B one becomes T eleven when a when when a person participate in a track event. Yeah. So B eleven uh, becomes field event if a person participating in a field event. When as I said, field event is short put, javelin, and uh, discus. Yeah. That becomes. T F eleven. Yeah. When you when a same player or player goes and plays the judo, judo has got two categories. That is J one, J two. That's it. J three yeah. and J two play. It put it them together. Okay. Or earlier, maybe a year back, there was no classification for judo. You know, they do the classification. They give the medal accordingly, but anybody can play with anyone. So, so what so, happened? What used uh, used to happen is that B one used to play with B three. Yeah. So with the vision of because because judo you have to hold the person before you start the bout. Right. Okay. And the spur of a moment, the split of the second, the B three push him down and then plug him, turn him. That's it. Over. Yeah. Game over. And there was a research done. Uh, that research shows that uh, that the B three won maximum medals in the and the gold medals. Yeah. B two less and B three very few. 
B1 B1 was seven or eight gold, nothing. That's all. Right. So there was a lot of discrepancy happening in the due to the vision class. So now in the month of December, the IPC, IPC is the supreme body now looking after the site classification, be it IPSA, be it anybody. So they defined very clear rules, and rules have been changed now. That's what I'm talking about. T11 F. One. Earlier, I used to talk about T11, T12 for all categories. Yeah. Now, they have changed the category in a such a way. And then, now, uh, about the site classification, as you said, uh, T11 is no, no light perception. It's completely, totally blind. And then yeah. that person, once it's checked, he has been given confirmed certificate. He need not to come back for classification after that. Yeah. That is one. If it is T12, Light, light perception, but light perception also have a range. You know, the the IPSA has given a clear chart where they uh, they measure and then find out they come into which class based on that only they give a B T11 or T12. So that has been defined. T13 is the category which is a very tricky category. Yeah. Now we say low vision. Low vision means a person can read a newspaper headlines. Yeah. Okay. But but. Now, the, 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 the chart says if the person is 6 by 2, he comes into the category. 6 by 3, he comes into the category. 6 by 4, 5, 6, with the vision on checking, if the classifier decides that he can play in T13, he, can, he cannot play. So now there is one more class came in. That is any, not eligible. Okay. So we do a lot of law, not eligible. And then surprisingly, one eyed. One eyed is not uh, you know, one-eyed person is not eligible to play sports because it doesn't come under sports category. Yeah. Even though he may have, because one eye is already damaged, and the second eye may be lost some eyes, we check them and they confirm them whether that person. You know, the, off late, the people with one eye used to play the game and they, they used to drive motorcycle also. Yes. But he is a disabled person. He is yes. disabled. There is no question of the non-disability. He can avail all possible rules from the government of, uh, uh, you know, uh, government rules and everything, but but he, he is not eligible to play the sports. So now that has been changed. I'll give you one example. Recently in Bhubaneswar, we did the uh, Paralympic Committee of National Athletic Championship. Yeah. Very recently held in twentieth, uh, uh, you know, twentieth to 20, no no sorry, it's twenty eighth to thirty first. We were there for the site classification. This is the first time in history of uh, Paralympic Games we did seventeen any. I mean, they, you can imagine the range if a person with that class, 13 class, who's prescribed class, is playing with a person who can see much more than them. Obviously, that person will win. But the losses happen to that person who is not able to see it. Mm. So that's what the IPC create made it very clear. Now, we are uh, doing that one. Now, IPC has got two states now. They defined it very clearly. Then, uh, uh, classified with experience, with certain number of experience in a blind sport is qualified as an IPC classifier. That's international classifier. She, he or she can travel across the world, do the uh, classification events happening across the world. And then we have NPC classifier. That's National, National Para Committee. As IPSA also, Para Sports Committee. So we are NPC. So we have three classifiers. NPC classifier would qualify and they, can, they have to work two years in the field uh, doing classification and then they will be uh, uh, write an examination and then once they qualify the examination they can go for a IPC classifier because because that is that will help them uh, that will help them 
Yeah, I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I'll just ask you a question here, which is that there are uh, you know sport is covered so widely on television and radio, and there are a lot of blind people who grow up who are outside the um, uh, the blind school, blind organizations for the blind kind of um, uh, setup. Uh, they are maybe growing up in the mainstream. They are probably homebound. Uh, now they want to participate in sport. So how would they actually? Because uh, you know we run this Iway helpline, and we get a lot of calls where people say that, look, uh, I I want to play football, or I want to play, I want to take part in athletics. So how would you advise them to go about their passion if they are interested and they want to get into these competitions? Uh, what would they need to do? So they need to follow IPSA Facebook page and Insta page. Uh, Facebook page we post all the events. when we start uh, you know uh, sending the information across our members so they can follow the ipsa page and if they want to know specific about it they can write to me on a mail id and ind ibsa at the rate gmail.com i will be happy to respond their questions and i'll be happy to guide them for the sports we all so, are working to yeah promote but if, sports yeah yeah Sorry. but if they are not part of uh, an organization uh, you know you have 247 members you said Uh, mm-hmm. these are all member organizations mm-hmm. so if they are outside this uh, network of organization uh, and they want to participate uh, how would they get into these events yes very good question so so what i will do it i will connect them with the organization or our member and i'll advise them to uh, make him part of the team and uh, travel to delhi for the or for the travel nationals it be it delhi or anyway this way we are planning to go out of delhi and conduct the sports so they can get in touch with me so i can connect with them with the state bodies or that units where they are working school or organization and you will be surprised to know that you know not all the members are the schools institutions there are colleges there are uh, uh, the uh, you know students who have passed out now they form their own group and they are participating in sports because they have so and you know enthusiasm about the sports they don't want to leave the sports so there is a way to participate in nationals so we, they don't have to worry about they need to just contact me i will make sure that they uh, connect with the right uh, organization and then they participate in a uh, national sports now people who want to you know like swimming is another another sport which a lot of blind people are interested in and they can do it uh, does ipsa also conduct swimming competitions no we are not doing it under uh, pci um, swimming is now become an ipc sports so under pca swimming is happening and we are going to be part of the site classification for the swimming also so uh, again if it is they really want to learn about they can get in touch with me i can connect to the right person and then they can get into the sports uh, not a pro- problem at and i can i can i i can ask the pca state bodies also include them you know there are also people who uh, do not want to might not necessarily want to be part of a competition or whatever they would like to do sport on a day to day basis so uh, is there an infrastructure available are there professionals available to guide them and lead them uh we have uh three four professionals who have been um, qualified in uh, ipc sport Yeah. Uh, they are uh, uh, i think uh, a1 uh, class uh, coaches so yeah. uh, if you write if they write to me then i'll connect with them and they can advise yeah okay the other thing is now you uh, you mentioned 1982 is when this whole movement kind of started and took direction uh, and every sporting movement uh, there are stars 
uh, which are high level performers and who who actually uh, uh, become become uh, uh, inspiration for other younger people and uh, i think since 2016 i think when the rio olympics happened uh, that is when uh, i think the paralympics and blind sport and disability sport got a got a fair bit of media coverage and people started talking about medal winners and all that so who are the stars in the blind sport arena can you talk about some of them yes yeah in fact uh, you say rightly said that uh, rio was a you know uh, i i would say fruit uh, you know hard work fruit came out in rio because ankur dama was the first visually impaired athlete who was able to participate in para olympics he was the first in india and thereafter we had recently got one girl uh, participating from u uttar pradesh in a track and field event it is tough to participate in international event because india gets a quota very the quota depends that it's been given by ipc to qualify to that level it's itself is a great success uh, fortunately uh, unfortunately he, he got hurt and he fell down he couldn't complete the race because the other player spikes came on his foot and he got injury and then came out he was he came out four so he is a start uh, for that matter i would say he is the start for ipsa because he studied in our school in jpmc in secondary school he had got very good guide we have a coach uh, dronacharya wadi dr satyapal who was guided him coached him trained him you know in you would be surprised to know that he was living with him at his place to just make sure that he is doing his job very well till he reaches the uh, rio and now he become a first sai visually impaired coach in delhi working in jawaharlal nehru stadium who ankur 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 dama ankur dama is presently a coach for sports authority of india jawaharlal nehru stadium right we also have avnil who has been to asia he won a asia medal there are uh, you know lot of players who has uh, you know participated in asian level got medals and government also you know support them with a prize award cash prize award in a national state body and in uh, central government also so now uh, this blind sports has been recognized there are professional sports person who are working uh, you know in the in the sports uh, arena and uh, doing lot of work and uh, it is uh, very encouraging to see that one the way we started in 82 we never thought we will be part of the paralympic but the hard work done over the year by the general secretaries or the coaches or each one of the uh, the committee members put lot of effort to reach out that level that's how we are able to do that one so going forward uh, you know what is it that you think uh, needs to be done to actually um, make uh, sporting opportunities available for every blind person in the country and uh, in terms of facilities in terms of coaching and in terms of opportunities to participate uh, what is it that uh, needs to be done uh, further to make this happen see uh, since it's now becoming a, a very professional sport uh, in all respect in coaching in uh, uh, in a training and on a, you know we, you talk to these these people they always say about M- mqs minimum qualifying standard uh things like that they all know what who is this competitor and international also so that much awareness is created thanks to the net of course with the visually impaired they log in they find out they know it even in the national national sports also they know who is their competitor in uh, aryana or from uh, rajasthan or from any other states 
what is their speed how, how, far, how far they need to excel to you know beat that person so that's very heartening to see that the people are taking so seriously the sports and we uh, as a sports body needs to work to reach out more towards the girls sport that's one i'm taking up and i'm really working hard to get that level so, you know you will be surprised to know that uh, even in the international uh, sports also if the total participation of 900 athletes across the world the girls have only 250 or 300 numbers they don't have some sports they don't even have three players imagine that's a standard of uh, blind sports for girls because right. because the, the the schools are not willing to take over sports person uh, the coach or teacher or not uh, parents are not willing to send the uh, girls for the sports they don't want to travel the girls to the national or anywhere else because the awareness or the fear in their mind maybe society there are a lot of issues let us not talk about that but all said and done if those girls are come to know or learn the sports they will make their way to reach the nationals once they are in the nationals the talents can be identified and then we can put specific coaching to them and then take them to the international level so if you really want to win a medal let us work and i need to work or pledge everyone to support us to make the girls sports more uh, wider uh, bring new talents train them and take them to the international level we, india will win a lot of medals even in paralympics you can imagine there was 27 of the indian contingents and there were one girl of visual impaired for the tokyo olympics yes 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 so 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 we need to work in that level to so if uh, anybody was listening this uh, conversation if you if you know a person who is training really want to excel in sports please get in touch with us we will support you we will support you whatever way we can do it we will do it can you repeat your email id once so anyone can contact me in uh, india so you can put i n d i b s a at the rate gmail.com i'll also share my mobile number please uh, send a message to me instead of calling me i would surely reply you on whatsapp and what uh, in a message so my number is 9953494419 i'll repeat my number it's 9953494419 please send me a whatsapp message or a message i'll surely call you back or refer you to the right person in sports we all need to work together to reach a higher level yeah i think uh, you know i would also uh, brief the counselors of iway that um, you know if there are calls coming in for uh, sports uh, they should kind of connect you on connect with you on email or on your mobile number so thank you very much uh, david for uh, spending this time and uh, sharing your thoughts and uh, uh, enlightening us about um, the sports and uh, uh, and and how the movement is moved moved forward in india thank you so much thank you sir giving opportunity i say i will ye roshni ka karwa this podcast was brought to you by barrier break solutions private limited and score foundation ye roshni 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 ka